You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, Andre! Don't tell me! everybody and welcome back to hit the books the hell in a cell pay-per-view spectacular i am here uh, as always your 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 main man of the ray red brand that's something i think uh ryan knight sam here as always the head book overall happy and excited to get through hell in a cell here and i'm with as always joined as always the head booker of smackdown here to lay down, lay smack down the law. Is that something? Is that anything? None of Damn. these are anything. Uh, Mikey Manfredi, Mikey, welcome. Welcome to Hell in a Cell. Not only is it the Hell in a Cell special, it's the Hell in a Cell Spectacular. Yes, the Hell in a Cell Spectacular. We should start calling, since since the pay-per-view model is essentially dead for WWE, I think we need to start calling them Spectaculars. Thoughts? Spectaculars. No longer pay-per-views. Now Hell in a Cell Spectacular. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania Spectacular. I think it makes the most sense. I think that makes the most sense. I do think think there needs to be a new name than pay-per-view because it's no longer a pay-per-view. Yeah. It, like, sort of is, I guess. Well, they're not, like, they're not actually, like, pay... They're not paying... We're not paying for... Per view. Yeah. I mean... It's not pay per view. It's... it's Subscription models. (laughs) So it's literally... it's it's It's, like, subscription per view. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, but we're here. It's hell on hell in a cell. Um, not to be confused with heaven on second, uh, which is a uh, an alternate uh, uh, alternate one where instead of uh, hell in a cell, it's a uh, pay per view that happens on the second, and the ring is suspended in the air uh, for heaven. Incredible! Uh, what a what? Every match is a scaffold match. Do fight, wait, do you fight on top of the that risen cell, or do you fight like? Underneath the risen cell, basically in a ring, but just with the hell in the with like the hell, heaven in the second structure over over top of you. Oh no no no! Every, the ring is suspended in the air, thirty feet uh, above the ground. Got it. And the cell is below them. No, uh, the cell. No, the, no, no, no. The ring. The ring is heaven, and the cell is hell. Yes. So yes. It's 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 uh, heaven. Heaven. It's heaven on the second. Mm-hmm. And then underneath is Hell in a Cell. Yeah, or yeah, maybe yeah, maybe that's something. Maybe maybe uh, maybe maybe it's like the ring is actually suspended over it. And you're trying to throw your opponent through the cell into heaven, into hell, into hell. <laughs> yeah, to get them to win, to, to, to win the match, you have to throw your opponent literally into hell. Yes, and then they have, they have to have a match with the last person who got thrown in there. It's like a loser's bracket kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea. I don't know why I like that idea. <laughs> but like the idea that uh, you win slat or lose or whatever, like a gimmick match, and you have to defend it every year, like almost like King of the Ring should be. Yes, <laughs> like you win the King of the Ring tournament, and then next year you have to defend the crown. I guess. 
defend the yeah. title, defend the crown of king of the ring. So next year, or whoof, that was years ago, but you know, King Corbin defends it against you know whomever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like I mean, it's kind of like I guess they're kind of doing a uh, AEW with MJF's dynam- uh, diamond ring, mm-hmm. uh, where he has to defend it or he has the chance to win it again. He's not really defending it. It's a what does he royal. do with that thing again? You just you just win it in a battle royal, and then you have it for a year. But what does it do? Doesn't do anything. Doesn't. I think it. I think it wins you an opportunity for a title. I don't actually think that's correct, though. I didn't think he already, just, if he did, didn't he already use that? He doesn't use it. You just have it for a year. That's it. So it's not like money in the bank. No, you just have it. And MJF uses. I, if anything, MJF uses I don't get it. it. MJF uses it to like at, like during a match to like hit his opponents with it. I know, but that's cheating. Yeah, well, yeah, MJF is a bad guy, Mikey. I don't know if you know this. I know, but he's cheating. His name, his name's Maxwell. Name me, name one person that he has three. He has three first names. Three, two first names. That's what I say. Friedman, not a well-known first name. Um, but enough about AEW. We're, we talk about AEW too much here because we're a WWE fake podcast. <laughs> so we're here to talk about fake WWE and the WWE we made up in our heads. I dropped my phone. Um, yes, that is correct, sir. We are here. We're talking about Hell in a Cell. If you're new to this program, every single week, Mikey and I sit down, write out cards for Raw and SmackDown separately. And every single Friday, we join up together to present to each other uh, what those cards are. And today is our pay-per-view spectacular Hell in a Cell so we uh, have been building up to the show for quite a while now, and Mikey, it's time to pay off uh, the the bookers. Is that so- that's something? I think that's. I think if anything I've said today, I think that's the most something. Yes, that is definitely the most something that has been said on this show so far. Of things said, that was one of them. That was one of them. Uh, also, if this is if this is your first uh, episode of the show, interesting place to start. Interesting move. Interesting move. I don't blame you. I think a pay per view is a good solid start. I would also say the return home show is a good solid start. But I think it, like any wrestling for WWE or weekly wrestling, uh, you just start just jump in, right? Just just jump. watch the paper. Just like just like WWE programming. Just watch the pay per views. Yeah. Or, or no, no, no. Listen to all of our shows, Mikey. We don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to tell people not to do that. I say, if anything, you got to act like Corbin Blue and just jump in. Kiki Palmer. Right. P- K- if you're... This is like the this is the second jump in reference we've made in like a month. What was the other jump in reference? It was. I think it was literally the same joke, but just for a different like episode of the show. Wow, was it? It was like all you all you gotta do is just jump in. Yeah, like Corbin Blue. Like Corbin Blue. Kiki Palmer. I and think. the Disney Channel original movie special jump in. A decom. A decom original jump. Did in. he have a favorite decom? <laughs> that I mean. High School Musical is always up there, right? Is D? Uh, yeah, I guess that would be a decom. Like one and one, one and two were decoms. Yeah, I guess that's actually correct. Upcoming original decoms? I don't care about any. What? Up- what are there? There's some good ones. There was some good ones. There's uh, there's the High School Musical. There's High School Musical one and two. There's Jump In. Huh? Uh, there's uh, Lemonade, Lemonade Mouth is a good one. Uh, no, I've not seen Lemonade Mouth. I'm going to read off a list of... You haven't G- seen Lemonade Mouth? No, and I have no intention to see that. I'm going to read Ryan. off a list... Mikey, I'm going to read off a list of DCOMs um, that have at least some rating log uh, on this Wikipedia page, which to me means it was at least watched by people and might be known to us. Ready? You just tell me if it was good or bad. 
We're gonna go quick. Okay. Uh, or haven't seen it, I guess. Uh, oh yeah, or haven't seen it. Halloween Town. Haven't seen it. I'm offended at that immediately. That's fair. Horse sense. Have not seen it. I don't know what that movie's about. Oh my, what is this movie? <laughs> Joey and Andrew Lawrence? Oh, interesting. Can't say I've seen it. Uh, uh, Xenon! <laughs> oh, was... Wait, which one was that? Girl of the 21st Century, Xenon! Oh, that one was okay. Motorcrossed. Motorcrossed? I don't think I've seen that one. This one, I think, is uh, many people might remember. The Luck of the Irish. Oh, that one was a banger. The basketball one where he turns into a good. leprechaun. That one's good. Can I tell you the tagline for The Luck of the Irish? God, please. Leprechaun, le- leprechaun tomorrow. What? <laughs> I don't. Wait, How is, is that a tag? Is, is there, no, is, is there like a, another, like here today, leprechaun tomorrow? Kid today. There it is. I missed it. I was it. like, I was like, there's, there's, yeah, there's definitely a there's second no half way. of that, right? <laughs> uh, Halloween Town Two, Calabar's Revenge. Again, haven't seen Halloween Town. I don't How think. have you not seen Cadet? I haven't seen Halloween Town. Cadet Kelly. Cadet Kelly was the <laughs> eh. Uh, not, not, not one of my favorites. Get a Clue, starring Lindsay Lohan. Did I see that one? I don't think I did. There's so many of these I've never heard of in my life. Uh, the Even Stevens movie. I haven't seen the Even Stevens movie. I wasn't a big Even Stevens fan. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Oh, that's a classic one. I haven't seen it, but that's a classic one. Never seen I haven't it seen it personally, but that that is definitely a classic one. Is this is this the kind of content that people coming to listen to this show are expecting? Oh, yeah. Not the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view card we have set out. No, we're, li- we're listening to a, a review of Disney Channel original movies that we've, that we've maybe seen or have not. The Cheetah Girls! The Cheetah Girls classic. Can't beat that. Uh, I mean, eh, maybe you can beat it, but it was still good. Cheetah that's Girls. A, that's, a, that's a classic decom. Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters. Uh, Pixel Perfect. I don't think I know that one. Going to the Mat. Nope. Is that starring Wayne Brady? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is that Wayne? Oh my god, that's Wayne Brady and, and Zero from Holes. Interesting. You remember Holes? Of course. Of course I remember Holes. Ah, I've seen this one a bunch. Stuck in the Suburbs. Stuck in the Suburbs. I haven't seen it. (sighs) Stuck in the Suburbs. What's your review? Is it good? Uh, It's solid. It's got Brenda Song in it. Ah, that's always good. Uh, Halloween Town High. I haven't seen the Halloween Town any of the movies. Uh, Jesse is is doing a run-in. Jesse, what's up? Best Disney Channel original movie ever. Brink. Halloween Town. Change my mind. She said Brink. Brink? It's a roller skating movie. It's a roller skating what? movie. What? <laughs> yeah, it's just roller skating. They're like roller, we're rollerblading, and they're like competitive rollerbladers. It's from like the nineties. <laughs> it's from nineteen ninety eight. It's from. Wow, who would want to see this? Moving on. Uh, uh, it takes a champ to stay in line. Get it? Get it? Twitches. Ryan. Twitches. Ryan, do you get it? Ryan, do you get the the tagline of Brink? Twitches. <laughs> uh, haven't seen it. High School Musical, obviously. Wendy oh, Wu. Wendy Wu. Homecoming, Homecoming Warrior? Warrior. Yes, baby. That one's good. Return Cheetah Girls Two. Return to Halloween Town. Jump in. Nice. Corbin Blue. Okay, Kiki Palmer. There it is. There it is. We got there. Uh, High School Musical Two. Twitches Two. Classic. High School. Oh my God. The first Wait, High School Musical. What's, what's better, High School Musical One or High School Musical Two? Well, according to this, it was High School Musical 2 was watched by 10 million more people. 
<laughs> then High School Musical better? 1. Right, what was what was better in your eyes? No, High School Musical 1 or High School Musical 2? Uh, High School Musical 1, but High School Musical 2 had better songs. I think High School Musical 2 was better, period, and that's it. Bet On It is the best song that uh, High School Musical has ever created. Uh, that's true. High School Musical 2 does have some bangers, and Bet On It is probably the best. Okay, we're, we, we're, 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 other? We're, anyway. dive, we're we're doing too many tangents. We have to stick on our tangent. If we're doing a tangent, we have to stay on the tangent. We can't tangent off of a tangent. Twitch is 2! <laughs> I haven't seen the first one. The I'm, first just gonna, second one. I'm just gonna quickly go. We're, now we're gonna. Now we're immediately gonna go in fast. Speed we're round. Gonna, speed right, round. Go. Ready? Minutemen. Fine. Camp Rock. Good. Cheetah Girls. One World. Fine. And any of these? <laughs> I'm at the point now where I'm like, well, I don't where's even... the one? That, where's the one about the downhill skater? The downhill skater. I don't even know. He... Fucking what's his name? Lemonade Mouth. Lemonade Mouth Sweet is good. Life movie. I'm I'm at the point where I don't know any of these anymore. <laughs> I I don't even like I. It's not Brink. What the fuck is the... Oh, there's there's, one, a, there's the... one called Cloud9, which looks to be Snowboarders. No, there's one about a longboarder. It's like longboarding. Teen Beach? What about that? Johnny Kapahala, back on board! <laughs> Johnny Kapahala. Johnny Kapahala, back on board. It's all about longboarding. They did a Freaky Friday. Oh, oh yeah, that you never it with uh, Lindsay Lohan and um, uh, uh, uh. Yep. What's her name? <laughs> Activia Lady. <laughs> no, no, you're thinking of Jamie Lee Curtis, and no, this no, is I'm a not. who is it? This is a 2018 Freaky Friday. Oh, not oh, not okay. So I'm thinking of like the old one. Yeah, you're thinking of old. Well, not the old one. There's an even older one. So I'm thinking of the first remake. The first Disney Channel remake. Um, yeah, no, these other ones just look like nonsense. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they just look so bad. We're here. To, we're here to book Hell in a Cell. Yes, we're here to book Hell in a Cell. Uh, we're not here talking about decon originals, but based we on this list, we went, on, we went a little off, uh, off schedule there. But based on this, based on this list, though, I am. We are going to be doing an offshoot podcast where we do movie commentary for the luck of the Irish. Yes, we, <laughs> but, we, 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 have to, we have to have like a watchathon where it's Luck of the Irish, jump in, Lemonade Mouth because you haven't seen it. I don't want to see and it, then, and then High School Musical one and two. No, we're going Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior. We're doing Wendy Luck Wu of Homecoming Warrior. What's, is good. We I forgot the one I didn't read it. What's the one? Do you have a podcast playing in the other room, Jesse? It's on like seven. Sorry. <laughs> it's like I can hear a podcast playing in the it's other. So Unprofessional. <laughs> Send an email with a hey. This is going off the rails. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. I. There were. What's the one decom original movie? It was like like Luck of the Irish, but instead of turning a leprechaun, he was turning into a mermaid. I know exactly what you're talking about. And he's he's on the swim team, I believe. I know exactly what you're talking about. Man, what was that movie called? Please tweet at us if you know what that movie is. Please tweet at us. Let's get the into 13th, Hell in a Cell. Year? That sounds right. Okay, don't tweet at yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it turns into a, a, a mermaid. Yeah. God, I forgot about that one. It's like the same movie, but just like a little different. It's the exact it's same like, movie, but instead of basketball, good... it's swimming. And instead of it's Leprechaun, it's... It's a mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like kid good at sport turns into mythical creature. Hey, I, to me, it's like, look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. 
You know, like let me see, let me look at that decom list and see how those movies ranked in terms of. There's got to be more, right? Uh, Luck of the Irish got a 5.2 million rate, 5.2 rating. This is at a 5.2 in millions. And what was the other one? Thirteenth year. Thirteenth year, yeah. I'm just gonna type it in here. Let's see if we got anything. The thirteenth year, uh, no, not an applicable. We don't have the ratings for that movie. Oh, Smurf! Oh my God, this this year, 1999, Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, the thirteenth year, Smart House, Johnny Tsunami, Johnny Tsunami. Oh my God! And Horse Sense. How can we? Johnny Tsunami is the surfing one, right? Yes. Uh, What makes you say that? (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, we're here to talk about Hell in a Cell Not about Johnny Tsunami We're here to talk about Hell in a Cell But speaking about Smart House Smart House, we're sponsored with this, <laughs> this week sponsored by Smart Home Devices um, No, we're here talking about Hell in a Cell uh, We have a full car that we've been building to For the past number of weeks now, Mikey uh, I'm very excited To get back on track, what's your favorite thing About Hell in a Cell matches? Not your favorite match uh, fa- favorite Hell in a Cell match, but what is your favorite thing about the Hell in a Cell match? What do, what do you what are you expecting to see in a Hell in a Cell match? I like the spectacle of it. I like the I like uh, the cell like slowly coming down on the competitors. I like when they lock them in, you know, where they like come in through the door, like slam it behind them, and then the ref like puts the chain on it and like locks it up. Mm-hmm. I think I like the definitely the the spectacle of them being like. I'm gonna quote unquote say trapped because they always end up breaking out somehow, mm-hmm. um, whether it be through like the wall or just opening the door again later. But uh, I like the big spectacle of it. I like when the the cell gets broken. I think that's a big one. I, I, I as much as I just ripped on it, I do like when the cell is like busted open and they break out and go to the top. Like those fights on the top will always feel like special because it's like they're just they're literally like just fighting above the world, you know, like above all the fans, above like everything. And, you could like see like the catwalk and all the light setups up there and stuff, so it just feels like they're like just over everything and they're just like fighting, and it just feels like it's literally taking the feud to new heights. It uh very nice pun there, Mikey. Uh, it does the thing about like fighting on the top of the cell is that like obviously it's way more secure than now than it was mm-hmm. years ago, but simply because of of that mankind Undertaker match. It, it always feels like oh, it is always going, going to be terrifying. Yeah, uh, it's always going to be terrifying, no matter what you do. And you know, it still could happen. I'm surprised that it hasn't, but it still could happen. Um, mm-hmm. All these years later, uh, but yeah, my favorite part is just anyone getting speared through the cell wall. Uh, I just love it because it's out of nowhere. Uh, just po- big pop, big pop from Big Pop B. Is that something? Yeah. Could that be my new nickname? No, I don't have it. I another thing I love is when they use the weapons creatively, where they get weapons from under the ring and use them in like creative ways. Yeah, like I really one of my, go ahead. Sorry, God. No, I was no. gonna say one of my one of my favorite spots was when uh, uh, Becky Lynch set up the chair in the corner and Sasha Banks was sitting on it, and then Becky Lynch like ran off the apron and did like a senton while yeah. she was sitting in the chair that was like suspended in the corner. That was sick. Yeah, like I I, I understand like. There, there are like people sometimes complain about like why use a weapon in there because it's like oh is a hell in a cell use the cell I think that's a weird reason uh, but I, I like it when they use because it allows weapon usage like that that is creative like you know doing something like that I like I love the New Day Uso spot where they use the kendo sticks to trap I want to say it was Xavier Woods 
in the cell, like through no, maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't Uso. Whoever it was, they like used the kendo sticks to trap him in like the corner of the cell, so that he mm-hmm. could not get out, and they would just like hit him with kendo sticks and whatnot. That so was wasn't there the other spot where they like hug him over like the the something like the that turnbuckle like with handcuffs. Yeah, something like that. But I think it's like using utilizing the cell in interesting ways as. As, not only as a weapon, but as an environment to, you know, you know, cell Use plus chairs. In a weird way. Yeah. yeah. Cell plus something else to be something, to do something creative. I think that's always very interesting, creatively speaking. Speaking uh, about... Yeah. Sorry, God. No, I was just about to do a transition. Speaking of creatively thinking, Mikey, let's get into yeah. our goddamn pay-per-view. Why not? I think we've stalled yeah. long enough. I think we talked about Disney Channel original movies long enough. I think we can go for another hour. Um, <laughs> Wendy Wu, what about Pass the Plate? Anybody remember Pass that's the Plate? That's our next. That's our next podcast. Pa- it's just pa- we're just gonna re- we're gonna we're gonna review a Disney Channel original movie every episode. I'm gonna lose my mind. Only got twenty dollars <laughs> in my mind. Uh, anyways, let's start with Hell in a Cell. Like we said, we've been booking our own versions. We got a bunch of stuff in front of us. Uh, Mikey, uh, let's talk. Let's talk about the pre-show match. Yeah, you want to run down this card first, and then we'll talk about each match individually. Fine. First match on the pre-show: the SmackDown Tag Team Champions AJ Styles and Finn Balor taking on the Balor. team of Authentic, which is Drew Gulak and Shelton Benjamin, a team you created. Uh, uh, was it OP? Not OP. Uh, was... OC don't steal. Yeah, OC don't steal. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. Valor Styles taking on Authentic for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. After that, we got Karrion Cross taking on the Fiend in our opening matchup in a Hell in a Cell match. We got uh, next up an IC title match: Roderick Strong versus Mastiff. Yeah. After that, we got Raw Women's Championship match. We got Rhea Ripley taking on Io Shirai. Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship. We got Chad Gable taking on Tommaso Ciampa for the United States Championship. Sonya Deville defending her SmackDown Women's title against Piper Niven. And last but not least in the main event, we have Roman Reigns taking on Keith Lee in a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Oh, Uh, yes. But yeah, well, let's get right into it, Mikey. Let's talk about that pre-show match. You got a bunch of SmackDown matches back-to-back, so let's get into it. Yeah, I got a nice string of SmackDown matches here. Uh, yeah, we got the, the pre-show match. We got Balance Styles taking on Authentic for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, and in th- this one's been building since uh, Authentic hasn't been getting the recognition they, they wanted from the champions. That They've been wanting the champions to acknowledge the fact that, that they exist and that they're a good tag team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they haven't been. So uh, Authentic started cutting the line a little bit towards the Tag Team Championships taking out some competition along the way mm-hmm. uh, and strong arming their way into this tag team championship match against Balor and Styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this one, I think the result is going to be that we have new tag team champions, okay. Authentic. Okay, Authentic. Drew, Drew Gooks. Drew Gooks has finally done it. Drewy Gooks, Drewy Gooks and Shelton Benjamin winning the SmackDown Tag Team Championships here. Drewy Gooks and Shelty Benjis finally becoming. I, you love to see Drewy Gooks, a longtime character on the show, finally win some sort of championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drewy Gooks, Drewy Gooks finally, finally with some gold around his waist. 
And they, Same thing with Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin's got some gold around his waist. Yeah, which is also great to see. I, I think it was a solid move. I think uh, Balor and Styles have basically taken on, beaten up everybody. Uh, put on, put on a new team, put on authentic. I think they could have interesting matches of other stuff, and you know maybe Balor and Styles can mix it up in the world title picture or some other picture or something. Moving on, moving on up. I think that was the moves here. I think, like I think, like you said, I, for me, I think it felt like Balor and Styles were getting a little stale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it was time for a shakeup, and I think Authentic winning the tag team championships here and being the ones to do it after trying after basically cutting in line and trying to prove themselves to Balor and Styles this whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, winning, I think, was the right choice for them here. I agree. I agree. I think it's a solid move. I think it's a solid pre-show start to have that world, that SmackDown tag team titles change here. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, no, I think yeah, I think I'm interested to see more so authentic take on other people and see how that rolls through. Yeah, because like I said, yeah. like you said, Balor and Scales kind of beat up everybody. So who you know, someone's got to beat them. You know, who's exactly. it going to be? So makes sense. Uh, I'll set you up for the next match. Next match is going to be Karrion Cross taking on The Fiend in a Hell in a Cell match. A lot of history in this match, Mikey. Mikey, uh, <laughs> lay it out on the floor with us. What's happening here? A lot of history in this match uh, that involved someone who no longer exists on our roster uh, in Braun Strowman, of course. Oh, uh, this whole... I thought you meant Lana. <laughs> uh, yeah, this whole this whole feud was built around Braun Strowman, basically, and the fact that uh, The Fiend brought Braun Strowman back like as a zombie. Mm-hmm. And Karrion Cross wanted to uh, end Braun Strowman by taking out The Fiend. Uh, but then Braun Strowman got cut, and here we are. Uh, and by, and by cut in kayfabe, he was cut. He was cut by carrying Cross, who basically I implied took care of him in his own way. Um, and the fiend isn't too happy about it, obviously. Uh, so this match is still happening. This match is still on, even despite the fact that the biggest motivation for it happening doesn't exist anymore. Uh, I, I, would, yeah, I would argue. I, think, I would argue he created more motivation for this match to happen. <laughs> Fair because now now it's like basically the fiend's revenge, right? Or yeah. Karrion Cross trying to like end the end the the family for good here. Exactly right. Uh, yeah, like now the fiend has you can. Oh, that's a great story right there. Is end the fi- Wyatt family for good, basically. Yeah, like put it put an end to all this all this. Yeah. And he he took he took out the the big man who has been bothering him for a while. So now it's time to cut off the head of the snake. Randy Orton. <laughs> I knew it. The head of the head of the viper. The fifth, the fifth Wyatt family member, Randy Orton. I mean, uh, yeah. So in this match, I, I've kind of had, I've kind of been having a hard time with this one. That's uh, fair <laughs> because it's like, damn, I want the fiend to win and get revenge, but also I kind of want to write the fiend off for a little while while I figure out a new direction for the fiend because basically the fiend's whole like plans I had for him was based around Braun Strowman, and mm-hmm. now Braun Strowman's gone, so I really have nothing. Yeah. Uh, so part of me just wants to be like, oh yeah, Karrion Cross wins, white, white, uh, write the fiend off for a little bit and figure out something for him again later. Yeah. Uh, but another part of me wants the fiend to win because it's like vengeance, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, I think in this one, I think I'm gonna go with the vengeance here. I think the fiend is gonna get the win over Karrion Cross. Okay, there we go. What what was the deciding factor in that result? I think it's I think it's the fact that this I could spiral this into more between the two of them. You know, like I was trying, I was having a hard time trying to figure out something else to do with the fiend. But 
if the fiend beats Cross here, Cross's mission isn't finished, and we we automatically transition them both into something, you know, like transition Cross off of Brawn to the fiend, and mm-hmm. transition the fiend into a bigger feud with Cross. I see. I see. Okay, yeah. So the fiend gets the win. He he gets his revenge against Karrion Cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Karrion Cross will sounds like continue to stalk him until he gets what he wants. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 the plan. There we go. There we go. The chase for Cross is on. The chase for Cross is on, indeed. Or, yeah. Uh, the, yes. Um, beautiful. Okay. Well, then moving on into the next match, Mikey, the IC title match, Mastiff defending his title against Roddy Strong. Um, first question is, does Roddy Strong have his fellow compatriots of Tim Thatcher and Sheamus in his corner, or is he going at this alone? Uh, he does. He does. Uh, he brings him, he brings him out, but as he gets to the ring, uh, like once he gets to like the apron, basically he gives him a pat on the shoulder and he's like, I got this. And he sends him to the back. Okay. I, like I still, I still, I, even though he's a heel now, I still like the idea of them, of them as a group being like, they know they can handle themselves, you know. Yes. Like they, they they know they know they're each each individually strong enough to handle themselves in a fight, and they don't need each other constantly to have to be back up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I'm going to continue going with here, even though they did have the heel attack on Mastiff. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, so I think Strong's going to come out with them and then send them to the back before the match starts. Okay. Okay. Uh, and they will have and they will have like a solid one on one. Okay, well then how does the mask match play out and who will be the winner? So uh this match plays out it's a pretty it's pretty back and forth. The, we've been building up that both of these guys are very good in the ring, right? Yes. That, I, uh, I, I I when we were putting this card together, I pitched the idea like I feel like this is the workhorse match. Exactly. This is the workhorse match. This is like the technical versus the strong this, I guess, I maybe, guess maybe that's really what this is. This is technical versus a strong. I would say versus the, strength, yeah. Like, the, war, the more workhorse match will probably be Gable and Ciampa. <laughs> no, no, I'm looking even, at it. I mean, they're both pretty workhorsey, right? Yeah. Like, they're both going to be, like... like I feel like Gable Champ is going to be more, like, to the mat driven. Yeah. This is going to be more of, like, two guys... This is going to be, like, a slobber knocker, right? Yeah. This is going to be two guys, like, just, like, beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. I also like the idea of Roddy Strong just, like somehow doing the uh his move the backbreaker backcracker what is it whatever it's called god whatever happened roddy where, where is he where what happened roddy strong didn't, didn't his wife have a baby <sighs> maybe i don't know idea <laughs> uh i have no clue um but i like the idea of him doing his move against mastiff somehow yeah i forgot what it's called but i know what you're talking about like yes. the the gut buster move uh, gut check no, Go that's Cedric. That, no, that's Cedric right. Alexander. Alexander. All right, now we gotta look it up. Oh God, Roderick Strong. First one to look it up. Uh, 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 I like of- how I looked up Roderick. I like how I looked up Roderick Strong finisher, and all of the the people also ask what happened to Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong really leave WWE. Okay. Okay. End of heartache. Vertical suplex lifted and dropped. Anyway, into what's a his finisher's knee. name? End of heartache. End of heartache. Vertical suplex lifted and dropped into a double knee. Very cool. All right, so yeah, this this is a, this was another tough one. I was going back and forth between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all know what the end of heartache is. We just couldn't think of the name of it. Um, so this is another one I was going back and forth on because it was like hard for me to decide because I love both of these guys so much. Yeah. 
like I love I love big babyface Mastiff like taking on all comers. I love this new heel Roderick Strong with his backup of Thatcher and Sheamus. Like I love the idea of a reign like that because I can get a bunch of new stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also I did just have a big title change in the tag team titles. So it's like I don't want to change too much, but also maybe it's time for a big shakeup on SmackDown. I feel like the champs have been kind of stagnant for a while. Hmm. Like, like, what was the last big shakeup in terms of championships on SmackDown? Like, Sonya Deville? Um, yeah, probably. Sonya Deville would make the most sense, I think. Although Sonya Deville and Mastiff kind of won at the same time, didn't they? They both won at Mania. Huh. Yes, I believe they both won at WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yes. Oh, that's WrestleMania backlash. Um, WrestleMania, where are you? Uh yeah, Mastiff won. He beat Seth Rollins, um, and Sony Deville won as well. Sami Zayn retained. When did Styles and Belor won at SmackDown as well? I don't know if they, okay. I don't know if that's when they won the titles though. I don't think so. I have made my decision. Okay, and it is that Dave Mastiff retains. Mastiff retains. Mastiff retains. The big boy. I, I don't think this is the end of this feud, though, but I think Mastiff retains here. Okay, okay. What what, what was the determining factor here? The determining factor is I don't want to have every single title change hands tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have some ideas for later. Interesting. Uh, A little and I already, I already switched the title. Uh, but also, I like Mastiff staying the champion here because I like what he was doing. I like the fact that he was being like take on all comers. Uh, I like the fact that Balor and Styles now don't have the tag team championship, so maybe Styles or Balor mm-hmm. can step up to Mastiff. Uh, yes. We can have maybe a certain uh, certain couple of friends in Corbin or Maverick at some point mm-hmm. can step up to Mastiff. I'd say you fr- know, like I'm- friends loosely. Yeah, like I'm building up more. I'm building up more challengers for Mastiff. Seth Rollins is back in the picture, you know. Yeah. So like I'm building up more challengers for Mastiff, and I think that Mastiff retaining here makes sense because I am not. It's not like I'm going to be without matches, you know. Um, Humberto Carrillo can get another shot always, like stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so I think Mastiff retains here, beats Roderick Strong, shows that you know. Mastiff still isn't a pushover. Like just because you attacked him from behind, doesn't mean he's gonna give up. And the fact, and he's still Dave Mastiff, right? Yeah, he's, he's still big boy Dave Mastiff, and he's still gonna knock some heads. Yeah, no, I like it. That but, makes sense. Makes sense. Well, good on right. Mastiff. Good on Mastiff yeah. to retain the title. Mastiff retained the Intercontinental Championship. Ryan, what is up next? Up next, Rhea Ripley taking on Io Shirai, defending her Raw Women's Championship again. Rhea Ripley. Won the title back at WrestleMania, defeating Shayna Baszler, uh, going on to defend it once more at WrestleMania Backlash against a triple threat, actually, against Asuka and Shayna Baszler as well. And here she is defending that title, same title against Io Shirai. Uh, so, uh, again, you know, is, think of this match as very similar. Uh, you know, all these matches are going to be very hard hitting. Um, that sort of fast-paced sort of Joshi style that Yoshirai sort of does. A lot of high-flying stuff. Rhea Ripley trying to keep it grounded. Rhea Ripley's not really one to go to the top rope here. Uh, but trying to ground Yoshirai more often than not. Uh, but it is Rhea Ripley that ends up getting the victory over Yoshirai. Um, uh, so congratulations to Rhea Ripley. 
All right, all right. Rhea Ripley retaining her title here. Uh, can't say I didn't. Can't say I. Uh, I didn't see it coming. Yeah, I'll be honest. There wasn't much of a feud here. There were two baby faces, so I didn't really have much. Um, I was focusing on other things. Uh, and also, as you know, uh, I thought this pay per view was going to be Money in the Bank, so I had to put together something real quickly, and so I put together this. Uh, so this is the best I did on short notice for this uh, women's championship match. Um, so yeah, so I, that's what happened. I, at the very least, I wanted to put forward a match that would have been cool to see on paper, uh, and Rhea Ripley gets the victory. Um, so congrats to her. Yeah, yeah, big congrats to Rhea Ripley. Yes, Ugh. yes. After that, we are back to SmackDown. And we got the Universal Championship on the line between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, the Fight Forever feud, right? Yes. Uh, this one basically has been building up since Owens lost to Zayn uh, at Mania, I believe. Or right after Mania? Uh, both, I believe. Yeah, so they, Owens... They faced at WrestleMania and WrestleMania Backlash. This is the third match that I know about that might be they may have faced earlier this is their third match kevin owens lost both of them Sami Zayn, obviously their universal champion uh and in this one uh, you know what ryan it's time your new universal champion kevin owens kevin owens wins the universal championship long awaiting coronation the long awaited coronation finally beats Sami Zayn. Takes him off that pedestal that he's been talking about and off that uh, the top of the mountain that Sami Zayn's been sitting on. I was starting to run out of stuff for Sami Zayn, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I like having Kevin Owens win the title. I think it makes sense. I think everyone at home can uh, count this date as, you know, finish off your Deadpools there for the how long it will take for Kevin Owens to win the Universal Championship. <laughs> Mikey finally made Kevin Owens the Universal Champion. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, it, was, it was bound to happen. It was bound to I happen, think, and I'm glad it I, happened. I uh, I did I do have reasons for it besides Mikey likes Kevin Owens. Yes, no, um, it makes sense to put it on Kevin Owens. I agree that it, it felt like you were sort of running ideas for Sami Zayn because Sami Zayn also hit. You did what you wanted with Sami Zayn, uh, which was showcase his heart, his perseverance against like the big monsters like Carrion, like Fiend, and all that jazz. Uh, and then, and then we have the whole heel turn stuff happening of Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens ends up getting the victory here as the face, defeating his former friend uh, for the Universal Title. So, uh, you know, I think it makes sense. Move forward. I think Sami Zayn, if he doesn't win back the title or we'll go for a rematch or whatever, I also think Sami Zayn would be an interesting foil to a Mastiff, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, or even a Styles Balor, someone you know, a, a mini feud. To, on the side or you know what I'm yeah. saying but I think Sami Zayn could do those sort of things uh, well and effectively and another thought I had was Kevin Owens could have an immediate challenger because uh, Seth Rollins did beat him correct It you have an immediately you can immediately have a title match set up for the next pay-per-view or whenever mm-hmm. you like obviously Seth Rollins could be like hey you're the universal champion now and I beat you exactly exactly but clearly he, I deserve a shot exactly and it, and it makes sense it makes sense uh, and that makes sense. Perf- that makes perfect sense. That you you let like, you set up 
uh, a title match for the next thing. You can, and you'll have Money in the Bank, so you'll have someone with the briefcase. Uh, mm-hmm. On top of that, you can probably do some other stuff. You know, you'll have Rollins available. You have Styles. You have Balor available. Um, you know, you can move up strong if you like and move up that faction as challengers. I think there's options. I think there's definitely options for you. Or, or also the Fiend. You know, Fiend taking on Kevin Owens, uh, who won the Hell in a Cell match. You know, that could be something. Well, moving right along to the next match, that is going to be the United States Championship match. Chad Gable taking on the champion, Tommaso Ciampa. Of course, Tommaso Ciampa coming out with, with uh, two more members of One Nation, Apollo Crews and Akira Tozawa, your Raw Tag Team Champions. So we got Chad yeah. Gable on one side and Tommaso Ciampa on the other corner uh, with Cruz and Tozawa as his seconds. Uh, again, this is for the United States Championship. Like I said, I have the, at the beginning of this podcast, I think this match has workhorse energy surrounding it. These guys, I think, are very similar in size and stature. I think they're both extremely strong uh, and cut and ripped, as the kids would say. Uh, I think this would just be a, a, a classic wrestling match that I really want to showcase. That I also would really want to see. I assumed DIY faced uh, the American Alpha at some point. I cannot even think of that match, so maybe it didn't happen. Have these? Have these? I assume these two have faced off against each other before, and I have to imagine that that instance. Uh, could have been fun. I'm going to look it up real quick. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Um, but I'm going to look that up while I'm doing it. Uh, either way, though, uh, during the match, Mikey, the referee gets knocked out uh, accidentally. Oh, no. There's a, 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 let's say, a lariat or whatever that actually accidentally hits the referee. But that's fine. Uh, Paula Cruz and Akira Tozawa run in to beat down uh, Chad Gable. But to uh, get those people out of there, out of Dodge, Lucha House Party, run in, Lindsay Dorado, Grand Metal League, run in to scare off and run back and attack Apollo Cruz and Dezawa, which, you know, of course they're going to do that because they have a Raw Tag Team Championship match against them on Monday Night Raw next episode. So, oh boy. So they're, 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 and more heat to that match as well. So there we go. Love it. I love it. I love the build up. The next match. DIY and American Apple at America Apple America Amer- American Apple America Apple. Uh, Chad Gable, Jason Jorson, Jason Jorson take ducked on. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa only once. Gable and Ciampa have only faced each other once in NXT history and also wrestling history. Have only faced each other once. A 12 minute match. Uh, NXT 169, baby. What you want to know? Who else was on that match? Uh, on that card, Mikey? Who's on? Who else was there? Starting off, we got Emma versus Shaza McKenzie. Whoa! Uh, this match, the tag match, which got three and a half stars by Wrestling Observer. Um, then we had Nia Jax versus Kaylee Ray, Samoa okay. Samoa Joe versus Tyler Breeze, and the dark match for the night: Finn Balor against Ty Dillinger. Uh, yeah, that's some solid. That's a solid card right there. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so the referee gets knocked out. Uh, Cruz and Tazawa beat down Gable. Lucha House Party runs them off. So it's just Champa and Gable alone. Uh, they fight it off for another couple of minutes, and the ultimate winner of the match is a lot of new one here happening. Mikey Chad Gable, new United States champion. <gasps> Chad Gable, new United States champion. Yes, sir. 
Whoa, I was not expecting that. Chad Gable wins and becomes that, your new U.S. champion. That's awesome for Gable. I can't wait to see what your how Gable's championship run is going to look like. Uh, I definitely expected Champa to to retain here, uh, but now that he didn't, my uh, my my plan for who's going to take down Roman Reigns is still in effect. <laughs> Which what, what do you mean? What's your plan? Well, you asked, you asked me you asked me who I think was taking down Roman Reigns, and my dark horse answer was Tommaso Champa. Oh yes, I remember. I remember. Uh yes. So that 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 play this just Tommaso Ciampa losing his title here just plays into that more. I like that. I like that. I like that idea. Uh but yes, Tommaso Ciampa loses the gold. Uh Chad Gable wins it. I kind of wanted to get Ch- Tommaso Ciampa away from the US title scene cuz I realized that like I was it was I was playing hot potato between him and the rest of the roster. So mm-hmm. I was like I need to get Ciampa away from this title. Uh, I think Chad Gable is a good person to get it to. I think I've built up some mid-card, undercard guys to be worthy challengers, potentially. I think mm-hmm. I can have at least... I can, you know, I can come up with at least two challengers uh, for one one Chad Gable um, right off the bat. Uh, I can probably get another one together, but, I, you know, I can I come up with at least two right off the bat. So I think we'll have something. And, of course, we can always run it back with Ciampa. Uh, but I think there's some ideas there for Chad Gable. Um, so there we go. That is that. Your new United States champion, Chad Gable. I like it. I like it. A lot of new champions tonight. A lot of new champions. We've had, was that, one, two, three. Three new champions tonight. Speaking of new champs, will we have one in the next match, Mikey? Sony Deville taking on defending her title against Piper Niven. Against Piper Niven, yeah. So this match is uh, been building up because Piper Niven won the Battle Royal. Uh, to become the number one contender. It was a... No, not a Battle Royale. It was a Fatal 4-Way. Yes. Uh, for the number one contendership. And she beat out uh, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, and Carmella for that, uh, for the chance to take on Sonya Deville. Uh, and Sonya Deville has been basically saying that Piper Niven doesn't deserve the shot and that she's going to send her back to NXT UK and blah, 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 right? Yes. Yes. Uh, My cat has joined the fray. He has something to I say. I can see you. this. Yes. Continue as I Jude, Jude has joined the battle like yes. a Smash Bros. intro. Yes. Uh, so what I'm what uh, I'm thinking here is that uh, in this feud, at the end of the day, in this match, there will be a fourth title change, and Piper Niven is the new SmackDown Women's Champion, beating wow. Sonya Deville. Uh, yeah, taking down Sonya Deville because I think I don't know. I feel like I. Sony Deville's title run for me, I feel like I just couldn't get it to click in my head. Yeah, like I feel like no matter what I did, it just didn't feel exciting. <laughs> I feel like maybe I just, I kind of I maybe I put it on Sonya too soon, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't think it was. I just don't think the title reign of Sonya Deville was clicking as much as I thought it would. So I think I want to try something new, shake it up a little bit, put the fans' eyes on Piper Niven a little more. Um, I think can I can I speak to that? Yeah, good. I was greatly surprised that he had Sony Deville win the Royal Rumble because I think all along it probably should have been Piper Niven. I it, think I agree with you. I it like Sony Deville was I, what you were trying to do was make a new star and make a new like challenge, and you're probably going to do Piper Niven Tony Storm into that women's title tag titles, which also makes sense. But I feel like having Niven win the Royal Rumble and then go on win the title would have been the better story 
whether or not you know whether or not you you have ideas or whatever after that is uh, <laughs> um, well you know whether or not that happens but it always felt like when when because I, I think Piper Niven was in the final four or something and yeah, then Sony Deville so. and I was like really I would have expected Piper Niven uh, so I think it's like it's yeah. it, it was Piper Niven I think you're right I think it was like you were trying to make a star and I think Sony Deville and it's not on you I think it's also like the Royal Rumble win was also kind of out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, looking at like the rankings and whatnot. Yeah, so, it was it was definitely a weird poll, I will say. So I think that that what you're saying of like the, the, uh, it, it felt too like soon. it was too soon. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. I think there's something there. And then, you know, you could always play that up in a storyline and be like Sony Deville is upset that she's like, uh, you know, I lost my time and I turn heels or whatever. Mm-hmm. And be like, this was my time. I why wasn't you know this? Why is it not mine? Mm-hmm. You always worked. Yeah. But I like that Piper Niven give it, gets it. I think this has always been meant to be for Piper Niven. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of yeah. I was going to say a lot of face teams, but you have authentic, and they're not so really face. yeah. So Piper Niven wins. Uh, uh, her and Storm celebrate. Um, also, that but, dynamic is interesting. Piper Nor Piper Niven and Tony Storm dynamic is very interesting now. Uh, it's very inter- it's going to be especially more interesting because during their celebration, Storm is going to hit Piper Niven with the Storm Zero. How dare she! And leave her in the ring, uh, out cold with her title on, like like draped over her. How dare uh, she! So Storm turns heel on Piper Niven here. Wow! And take and takes out her her longtime tag partner. Wow! How dare she! What the hell, Tony? Yeah. Can we call her Tony? Uh, it just seems weird calling her just Tony. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Storm takes out Niven. Tony takes out Piper. Wow. Uh, and leaves her in the ring by herself. Wow. That's uh, after after winning the SmackDown Women's Championship. A lot of story happening on the SmackDown side here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, there we go. There we go. Piper Niven, new SmackDown Women's Champion I, and I new an challenger. The, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. The plan was always for Storm to turn on Niven at some point. Yeah, I figured. And I think this was it. You know, I think this was, yeah, this was the right time to do it uh, at Hell in a Cell. Uh, we had Storm being like the supportive best friend throughout this whole feud. But now it's like maybe the supportive best friend got a little jealous of uh, her partner getting the spotlight constantly, you know? And now what's interesting to me is what you decide where to go next, especially since, knock on wood, nothing happens wrong, and I'm not incorrect again, especially since uh, Money in the Bank would be the next pay-per-view. Are you going to do a title match? Are you going to put Storm in the Money in the Bank match? Will she win the match? These are all the questions I'm very intrigued about. These are all the questions I need to answer. Yes. What do you think, Jude? Yeah. Big, uh, big old uh, cool uh, monster. A happy moment for Piper Niven turns into a, a very upsetting moment for Piper Niven from uh, her friend, her, from her best friend, her tag team partner, uh, Tony Storm. Turns her back on her. Yes, uh, doesn't leave with Sony Deville, but leaves like by herself. I, I didn't know if that was clear or not. No, I, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Good, good yeah. clarification. Yeah, like was it? She wasn't like leaving like on the side of Sony Deville. She's just like doing this on her own merit. Yeah, she's going rogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, she's going rogue. She'll have a blonde, uh, not blonde streak, but a white streak through her hair. <laughs> if she touches you, you'll die. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Why don't we get into the main event? 
The main event, lions, tigers, bears. Oh, my. Correct. Um, is that ever going to... Have they done that for TLC promotion advertising? Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. They absolutely have. And, and did like a Wizard of Oz gimmick? They absolutely have. Have, have New Day? I think they have, actually. Was that TLC? They literally have. I think for Money in the Bank, they did that. Um, yeah, uh, in 20... in I think... 2017 or 2016 the it was like the tables ladders and chairs oh my like pull Table, tables ladders and chairs and stairs um <laughs> let's talk about that main event WB championship match Keith Lee not the champion rough road to get here arm broken at the last pay-per-view and then yeah. uh, dude what the hell bud arm broken at the last pay-per-view by one nation yeah, was Keith just Lee had quite quite the journey <laughs> tortured practically to get here did get here uh but now he's faced to faced in a hell in a cell match against the champion roman Reigns. so it's going to be a very tough match here he's obviously one nation they're all coming out of the uh, the ring as well not being sent back they're staying out with them obviously they're outside of the cage they're not involved uh but they never get involved in the match mikey they never do very interesting very interesting. Roman uh, ensures them. Uh, there's points where Paul Heyman is pleading to Roman to allow them to, but he kept saying no uh, because mm-hmm. Roman wants to do this. This is Roman's thing. That's Keith, terrifying. Keith Lee has many moments where he walks away. There is definitely at one point where it's like, oh my God, Keith Lee is going to win this title. 2.9 kick out. 2.9999 kick out. Uh, uh, no talking to your hands. Um, from Roman Reigns here. Um, very, very hard-fought battle. Looks like Roman's going to lose it. Looks like Keith is going to lose it. But ultimately, Mikey, the winner is going to be your tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Retains yeah. the WWE Championship. Not a huge surprise, probably. Not not a huge surprise, but also I love uh, the fact that you made, you did make you did make me think that maybe Keith Lee had a shot here. Yes, uh, that's the play. Two point nine nines and stuff. Yes, that's the that's the, the the if I was to produce this match, that's definitely the play. Is that we have to convince the audience that Keith Lee is going to do it, and maybe there is a spot where it's like you know Roman, you know, just really goes after the arm, and maybe 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 that's the spot. Is that Keith Lee goes to do a power bomb? Goes to do the spirit bomb, but he can't lift up Roman to do it because he's just been had his arm worked on the entire match. Yeah, his uh, arm just gives out at some point, and 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 Roman just you know puts on the guillotine choke, and Keith Lee uh, doesn't tap out, but uh, loses consciousness. Doesn't tap out, but passes out. Referee decision is what I'll call it. On that one. In a Hell in a Cell match? Controversial. No, not that controversial. Not, <laughs> not DQ. Well, referee decision being that uh, Keefley didn't tap out. He just knocked, you know, just got yeah, passed yeah, yeah. out. And the referee was like, oh it's boy, fair. he can't fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, Roman Reigns wins the and retains the WWE Championship to close out the show. One Nation, stand tall. Not with all the gold, but One Nation, stand tall. They have the, they have the big title. They have the big title. They got the tag titles as well. Mm-hmm. And Tommaso Ciampa is also there. And Ciampa is also there. And that is Hell in a Cell. Mikey, 
What a pay-per-view. What a, what a pay-per-view. pay-per-view. Lots of, what, four title changes? Um, one, two, three. We had three in a row. <laughs> Jeez. Maybe hindsight we could have uh, mixed that up a little bit more, but three in a row is what we had there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had four total. Yes, that is correct. Uh, quite the pay-per-view. Quite the pay-per-view. Whoa. What a night. Sometimes, hey, sometimes you just need those nights, right? You just need the nights with all the title changes and the big the big moments. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but, but before we go, Mikey, it is a pay-per-view. And if you never heard the show before, then that means you're going to have to learn the randomizer. Uh, at every single show, you at home vote on who ha- books the proper card. Obviously, this is a pay-per-view, so we won't be able to do a poll or anything in time. For the next episode, since we already have a poll happening right now as this episode is out, you can vote mm-hmm. on that still from last Friday's episode on our Twitter at CountOutPod. At, yeah, just on Twitter at CountOutPod. Um, so, Mikey, uh, because it's a pay-per-view, it, we just have to make it even more dangerous and terrifying and scary uh, because we're going to hit the randomizer on each other. Uh, for just two hits on each other. So, Mikey, are you ready for the randomizer? Yeah, of course. I'm always ready for the randomizer. A bold statement. A bold statement. So let's hit that randomizer on each other, Mikey. Let us see what we get as a result. I'm excited to see it. What is happening? What are we getting? as well. What is this? This is a list of, like, 45 options, folks. Mm -hmm. Um, Ooh! Okay, Ooh. I, I have I have my result as well. Mine is very interesting. Mine is very interesting. Mikey, do you want to go what first? Is, I like mine a do, lot. You, I don't know. You seem very excited. Do you? Wanna... No, no. You, I, I want to do maybe. Uh, is yours that exciting? Because we should do maybe use for yours first. I maybe. got I got steal a superstar. Oh no, that is a little super, so exciting. I got to steal a superstar from the others roster, so I get to take someone from Raw. Just here. anyone. <laughs> Just, Just take anyone. anyone. Just any little person. Okay, well then, who would you like to take? And ignoring whatever other nonsense I have on the right side of my roster list, just ignore that completely. Um, but who <laughs> are you interested in? That don't. But seriously, do ignore that. That's not okay. like store spoilers, but you know, don't make that part of your decision making. Who? What are you thinking? What? Who do you? Who would you like? Is there certain slots you want to fill, like a mid card heel, uh, men's, women's? What? What are you thinking, Mikey? I think I need more mid carders here. Is my big thing. I ah. think I have enough either mid carders or a tag team. I'm looking at ah raw, where we're boundless energy of mid carders. Yeah, you don't have very good mid carders. Um, <laughs> I have. I barely have any. <laughs> I yeah. would argue. You have a lot of large names here. Yeah. I have Drew McIntyre, who I haven't used in two pay-per-view cycles. True. Do we want to put Jury, Ma- Jury Max back on uh, the blue brand where he where he's always been? Yeah, it's possible. I'm, saying, I'm looking at Ali and Alexander as well, because I do like a tag team, especially with the new heel champions. I do like a face tag team coming over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's also Viking Raiders, which I think would be an uh, that's another one. That's another one. That's an interesting dynamic for your for that roster. Two big mm-hmm. dudes. Yeah, I don't have that many big big dude tag teams. You're right. I think that just swayed me. Ooh. I think I'm gonna take the Viking Raiders. Ooh, take two for the price of one. I think I will snag the Viking Raiders from your roster. Okay, I'm just gonna replace Styles and Balor. Okay, Viking Raiders gone. I don't like that. 
but it's fine. I think it works. I, Viking Raiders have had for a very long time. I feel like you would have more use for them on mm-hmm. your brand than I would. Uh, yeah, I do. I like you. You pointed it out, and they are they are just two large dudes, which I do not have in my tag team division right now. You don't have you don't have a team of hosses. Exactly. I think this is this might be the moves here. Yeah, I like. I think that's a good move for you. I think that's definitely a good move for you. Well, I had a very interesting result, Mikey. A uh, very interesting oh, yeah. result. Okay, what do you got? I had Pickums. <gasps> oh no! I don't think we've ever had. Pickums before. Where even we have, it? but not on a pay per view. Oh well, there we go. Pickums for if you don't know, change the result of one of the other matches. So I'm going to change the result of one of your pay per view matches, Mikey. Oh no! Uh, this could this could this could change everything. This could change everything. I'm going to change the result of one of your pay per view matches. Um, the question. I like this. The question is what. Do I? You had three title changes. Do I revert those? Do I change the the, the day I go all in on title changes? I could change that fourth title to a title change, put the title on Roddy Strong, but I'm not going to do that. Okay. And I'm not going to reverse your title changes. I'm picking Karrion Cross is going to win and defeat the Fiend. Okay. Okay. So now, all right. So that's something I work with. Okay. Yes. So the fiend is no longer getting revenge. No, if if he but wants now, revenge, he's gonna have to work harder for it. <laughs> Karrion Cross defeating the fiend. Any reason for that one? I think if if I think the fiend, if he wants to go on that revenge journey, then he can. But he but he got stopped off here first, and now he is on the. I think it's better for him to be on the chase than carrying Cross. However, if you decide not to do this storyline, I think Karrion Cross versus Kevin Owens could be a very interesting title match. Okay. So I'm trying to help you out here. I think I think this could be a better move. I could have made your day awful, but I've no, decided I made day awful. to make I think the. You just made me have to think a little bit more about what I was doing. Yes, there we. Go. I mean, as always. Also, did you do it just to get the nice pattern? Back and forth of the <laughs> yeah the yeah I had to I had to my <laughs> is kicking in uh, yeah it's literally every other every other person won uh, yeah no I I I I think Karen Cross is the move I think have uh, Karen Cross win here so he gets the heel heat the fiend is on the chase I think that would be a more interesting move than Karen Cross on the chase seeing that Cross is the heel I think the babyface should be on the chase. Uh, on top of that, if you decide against it completely, I think Karrion Cross versus Mastiff is interesting. I think Karrion Cross versus Kevin Owens is interesting. I think you have two face champions, and I think Karrion Cross winning would, you know, be a good challenger for either title. Okay. I, I like your reasoning. I, I get that, and I uh, can't wait to come up with something for this now. And maybe Karen Cross is the one that defeats Mastiff. Maybe. And then and then you got Fiend versus Karen Cross for the IC title, and then the Fiend becomes the IC champion, and then the Ooh. Fiend <laughs> and then the Fiend make, turns it into another scary belt. Gasp! Has the Fiend ever been champion in our sh- in our world? I don't think he has. Yeah, I don't think so. Wait, the Fiend? Yes. Wasn't he Universal for a bit? In our world, yeah, I thought he was. I don't or was he? Or 
We have no. A, Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane beat him. Yes, we have a list. I don't know. Go to countoutpod.com. He, kid, he kidnapped a, Sammy Zane, the Universal Champion, then had a match for it, but Sammy Zane retained. We have a goddamn literal. We literally have a list. So yeah, I don't. I don't believe he was ever champion. That will tell us. Let's see. Is this loads? Is this for some reason takes forever to load? Uh. I've lost interest. Um, yeah, I don't think he has. Um, okay, yeah. So there we go. Big changes on the pay-per-view. Big stuff happening. Karen yes. Cross wins. Three title changes on SmackDown. Ripley retains. Gable new champion. Roman retains. The the, the double R connection of Ripley and Roman uh, both retain. The so double R connection. Mm-hmm. That's their tag team name. Yes, they're going to be joined up with, obviously... Uh, other wrestlers who have R and R as their uh, initials. Yep. Red Rooster. <laughs> ah, yes. Is there, uh, what else? What? Who? Who, who else? <laughs> um. Obviously, there is also. There's Randy Rorton. <laughs> Randy Rorton. Rob Van Ram. <laughs> Ryback, Ryan Ryback. Uh, 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 anyway, uh, no, no, I got, I got it. Give me a second, I'll come up with it. Come up with it. Rock, R- Rococo Rock is Rocco Rock. <laughs> R- Ruby Riot, ha ha, Ruby Riot, ha ha, Ruby Riot, no longer on our roster. Gotcha. Damn it. Damn it. Okay, no, no, Ruby Riot. Okay. So Rick Steiner, Rick, Rick Reiner, Rick. <laughs> Rob Reiner? <laughs> uh, I was going to lose my mind. So here. that's our Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. That's our randomizer results. We had a great pay-per-view here. Uh, yes. Lots of big title changes. Uh, Ryan literally changed one of the results of my matches. You'll have to see it, folks. If you like what you heard, then definitely consider subscribing. Um, we'll have an all-new episode of regularly scheduled programming this Friday. We get the return home show. And hopefully... Uh, we'll be booking Money in the Bank finally, and uh, yes, <laughs> maybe after, after a little bit of a delay, maybe we're finally gonna book that god dang pay per view, um, Money in the Bank. So subscribe to figure out how we get there. Um, Mikey, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, go check out Independent Waters every Wednesday, where me and Zach Batista take you through the independent wrestling scene and bring back matches for you guys to to watch and for us to review. Uh, it's a great show if you're into independent wrestling if you've been into it for a while or if you're brand new to it go check it out it's good for everybody and we love doing it and uh, we just had a pretty big episode we just had a pretty big episode where we uh, interviewed none other than uh, the Puerto Rican juggernaut Angel Camacho so go check that out Uh, it was really fun he's a really really he's a really cool dude he was super fun to talk to Uh, so go check out that interview uh, and see what see what uh, we talked about Angel Camacho. Really good interview, uh, gotta say, Mikey. But of course, we got a bunch of other great content all over Countout Network every single week. You know, not just Independent Waters, but G One and Only, but uh, Your Dose of Death, but How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, but also our show Hit the Books with more stuff coming along the ways. We got some got eventually some announcements as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, before we go, uh, I just also want to announce that uh, we are in our last couple days where you can pre-order T-shirts, Countout Network T-shirts. 
Yes. Um, if you go to countoutpod.com, uh, there'll be a banner there at the top where you can pre-order the Countout Network t-shirts. The inaugural t-shirt, first ever ones. Uh, very comfortable fabric t-shirt, screen printed, uh, handmade by local uh, artists here in, uh, in Atlanta. So also help support them in a way as well. But also support mm-hmm. us here at the Countout Network um help. indeed we don't make money from these shows it's the whole the whole podcasting world of like the lack of money that's made in podcasting is crying is just a crying shame it's kind of insane to me um and there's a lot of good content that gets put out there and um and you know there's a lot of money that gets put to it into it as well um so we would uh obviously greatly appreciate it and we want to thank you back with uh this sort of discounted price of this countout network t-shirt uh, great new sort of stamp circular logo as well on the t-shirt. I'm very excited for mine, Mikey, uh, yes. for mine to come in. Uh, yeah, no, I'm ready for it. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying for it. Uh, but again, thank you, everybody. To Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this week's special pay-per-view spectacular episode. We will see you all this f- upcoming Friday for the, of course, the Return Home Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mikey, I think there's only one thing less, left to say, and that is that we've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Countout Podcast.